Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that follow my talk about Eververse armor. Ways they could make it a little bit better for us to grind and chase it while also doing some things with the Eververse to motivate purchase to just help the Eververse, I think, function a little bit better as a complement to the main game. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live twitch.tv slash say no to rage I'm probably live right now that's usually when these hit the feeds if not come on in and hang out with us anytime make sure you click the follow button so you don't miss it if you're watching on YouTube hitting the like button and the subscribe button is an easy way to help me out and support me so we're going to just jump right into the questions you're not going to be able to see the questions today Uh, something's going on with my display capture in OBS and I can't capture the display right now and that's probably related to a lot of the changes and things I've done trying to solve a stuttering problem that I've been randomly having Uh, so you won't be able to see the questions this episode I am sorry about that Uh, first question coming in from Crimson Link random but still Destiny related do you think that due to the change in no precision orbs uh, for the event for Gambit do you think Bungie will tweak the triumphs to make it a tad bit easier I don't know if they can tweak the triumphs I mean they made it sound like you're going to have to um do it in crucible or something like the doesn't it say let's read the exact um the exact phrasing on the triumph it says uh regenerate orbs in the crucible or gambit so basically you have to do it in gambit i'm sorry i'm in crucible quick play is uh is where it ended up landing uh which is unfortunate for folks that are like uh i don't want to do that you know obviously it's a little bit easier to generate orbs in gambit because you can get you know something where you're able to pop your super a lot you know you're able to get the the critical hits on trash ads a lot um in gambit so that's pretty frustrating for folks to you gotta generate like 200 orbs i mean you're gonna average a couple orbs a game maybe unless you get like a really good super so i think maybe what they'll try to do is if they can't figure it out they'll maybe give you mayhem next week as a, hey, we know this is kind of rough, but we gave you mayhem. should be a little bit easier to generate orbs in the Crucible. Um, That may be a a bit of a a middle ground for them to try to land on, you know. Lots of people say Catalyst. Next question is from Datrando. Uh, It only counts the headshot orbs. Oh, that's right. It only counts the headshot orbs. Oh, thank you, chat. Well, then they'll have to figure out a way to... I don't know. That's weird. Uh, Yeah, they're going to have to figure out a way to fix that because that's unfortunate to have people not able to even get it. That'll take a a year. (laughs) That'll take you a year uh, to do, unfortunately. Um, So we'll have to wait and see what they try to do because Mayhem wouldn't be a solution. Yeah, Rando says, lots of people say the catalysts are not all that great. I find that being able to generate orbs is a nice feature. Do you think Bungie will release more, or is it a uh, something to placate the masses? I don't honestly know. I kept saying that I thought it was a, uh, I thought it was a Band-Aid, and I didn't think they were going to continue doing them, but then they just introduced a couple new ones mo- you know, very recently. So I'm not actually sure what the heck's going on. Again, I, I thought it was a... I thought it was a, just a stopgap, like, hey, people want power, let's give them power, let's, you know, let's create uh, this sense of making guns stronger that, you know, previously weren't, not that they were weak, but it was just like, I thought it was a Band-Aid. So, it seems like, um, it seems like they're continuing to do it, which, so that makes my prediction wrong. I thought they were going to retire the idea but maybe they decided that it would be something they could trickle out periodically as like, you know, free it's kind of like a free mini update to say, hey, you know, you can you can get uh, this catalyst for these couple exotics now and kind of go chase them they make, they make marginal differences obviously people like the orb generation but the actual adjustments they make to the weapons are sometimes pretty nice uh, I know the cold heart is one that feels really good once you get the um, once you get the catalyst it feels pretty nice feels pretty strong um as far as like stability and stuff i don't actually remember if it does i don't remember everything cold heart does but i remember being like wow this this does feel quite a bit better um than it did before so next question's coming in from fright chicken says do you think people uh would be incentivized more to grind by eververse armor if they were universal ornaments for your current armor oh if they were like 
there was something that you could put on your current armor. I don't know. I think the art department does a really good job with the armor. Like when I look at the Eververse sets, I'm always I'm usually pretty impressed. I'm like, wow, that that's pretty nice. You know, I would like to have a full set of that. But then reality settles in on you and you're like the odds of you getting a full Eververse set with the roles that you like. I mean, it's 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 almost impossible at this point. You just you don't get enough of the of the armor for it to even work. You, you, I mean, even if you get an armor piece every time you get an engram for the Eververse, the odds of getting a full set's probably pretty low, and then the odds of each of those pieces having a decent roll is even lower. It's just I I don't really understand what exactly they're they're trying to achieve with Eververse armor, right? What why why even have it in the game if it's it, you show off the full set you get everybody excited and there's just no there's no conceivable way to get there's no conceivable way to even get a full set there's no pathway so they show you the full set when they promote the seasonal change and it's like okay well those look cool how do I get them oh well maybe at the end of a season you might have a full set you might not like there's just no uh, there just doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to how they've been implemented. I, just complimentary pieces every once in a while, like, oh, here's a pair of boots, here's a pair of this, here's a pair of that, just seems like a really strange way. I feel like they could do a lot more with it than they presently do. Um, and that's why I kind of outlined, like, let us grind for a full set, and then after we have a full set, you could you could empower us to then then we would be potentially motivated to go for a, uh, you know, buy ornaments for our, for our sets, make the ornaments purchase only since they would just be vanity items on top of the already existing armor sets you, that you bought. Uh, Tokyo Prince. Do you think Bungie does bugs on purpose to let people play the game, uh, more because actual bugs seem to fix it with no hesitation, like the core bug recently? Uh, no, I don't think they implement bugs like that to, to try to get people to play. I think stuff like that's genuinely an accident. I don't think they meant to do that. That just kind of happened. They were trying to make it to where you couldn't pick it up multiple times on your second and third character, and they ended up actually letting you pick it up multiple times beyond what <laughs> what's even reasonable. Um, um... So it was clearly an accident. I mean, they fix it really, really fast. Now, as far as like doing stuff with with the crucible, with the throwing of grenades and stuff right now during revelry, Cosmo admitted that they swung too far, that it's a little bit too much. Um, so you can buy pieces every week or from dust. Yeah, but the rolls are static, bro. I tried this morning. I saw the hunter the hunter cloak, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Let me see if I can't get a good roll on the hunter cloak. It's the same roll every time you buy it. So there's no, you're not really empowered to get a good roll. You're kind of like, oh, I just got to take whatever the frick she has. She had like SMG ammo and something else. It doesn't matter to me. It's not what I'm looking for. So it, it, it being able to buy them is meaningless. Uh, if there's no, if there's no ability to get the roll that I want. Um, did she actually go immune? She actually went immune. They have really got to analyze boss structure in this game. Significantly have got to rethink boss structure. Immunity cycles like this are just so frustrating. If you want to do mechanics to where once we do so much damage, they automatically shield, that's one thing. But like randomly doing it the way that she just did, I don't know. I don't mind having segments of a boss fight. Hey, you did one third of the damage. Now they're shielded. They went over here and there's a new segment of the boss fight. In fights like this in the Fnatic, it just like it feels like it punishes you when you try to do lots of uh, lots of damage. It's frustrating. It's a he. Sorry, it's a he. He he looks like one of the wizards, like a big wizard. So the wizards and the witches always they always seem like uh, you know you got Omnigol. I'm pretty sure they refer to her as a as a woman, but because the hive do have gender because Oryx was originally female and then switched to male or something. Anyway, uh, what's the glowing stuff? Buy it from Eververse. You get it from the boxes. Um, you get it from the boxes uh, from Eva. So 
you know and those are really dumb too they give you mostly blue items I don't understand uh, the one of the cool things about the Christmas um, cooking the baking the cookies was really fun because you could turn those in and get pretty good amounts of stuff you could get or you could get uh, uh, enhancement cores legendaries to break down like it was actually kind of nice um, so I gotta get cabal on Mars so we will go farm this lost sector for the we're doing the agent of the nine invitation uh yeah and then when you get the glowing stuff unfortunately the glowing stuff is timed it only uh it only survives for the event um this isn't about the topic that you're talking about today but do you think that faction rally might have a chance of coming back within the next annual pass this question is from ky bow i mean I don't know when they're going to bring back Faction Rally. I would think they're going to sit on it until the next annual pass. Um, because presently, I think they have an idea of what they want to do with Season of Opulence, and I think it's already done. And I just have a feeling. This is just a hunch. Um, this is just a hunch. I have a feeling they will not be they will not be bringing back Faction Rally for Season of Opulence. That's just a hunch that I have. I think Faction Rally will likely uh, show up during uh, the next annual pass. They're, you know, potentially retooling it, uh, you know, potentially going to say, here's the new way that it's going to work in the next annual pass. The next annual pass is going to maybe have a different rhythm, maybe a better rhythm, maybe more content. Uh, so there, there's certainly the opportunity there for it to, uh, to, 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 um, to return. FET44, I know most of, uh, for the most part, we all want to see armor sets have huge perks, so the set. What if the Eververse sets had bounties like Eva's currently offering? Complete the bounty, get the armor piece, but the Eververse set could have a perk where each piece worn grants additional bright dust. Right, like, we've talked about that. Like, when you get a full set, like, you'd have a reason to wear it, and that would be a reason to wear her set. You'd be like, well, I'm going to lose out on these benefits on the EDZ, but I'm just doing the Flashpoint. I'll take the increased Bright Dust for the next couple hours while I'm working on, uh, you know, while I'm working on my Flashpoint or something. Um, so that, that would be, that, I think that'd be an easy way for them. Again, you're just adding more intentionality. I think the more bounties they have in the game, the more pathway to loot, the more people will be likely to like, okay, I want to get this. Let me grind for this, this week or this day or whatever. Wing slacks. Do you think that armor sets, if the armor sets were switched and the grandma set was in the store, people would still be annoyed. Do you think the only solution is to stop using reskins? I mean, I don't necessarily know. I mean, the Eververse set, if the Eververse set was in the forest, I would probably grind the forest for that cloak. I like it for my hunter. I think it's good. I think it's a good looking cloak. Um, but since it's in the Eververse, like I don't really have a way to go after it. So it's just kind of like a, well, if you get it, you get it kind of a thing. Um, and I think that's unfortunate when you have really good looking stuff. Because like anytime the art department creates something cool, I'm always thinking like, man, what a shame the art department worked on all this dope stuff for the, you know, Scourge of the Past raid. And the art department worked on, you know, the dope weapons for the, the, how, how good the weapons look for uh, Last Wish. And none of them are none of them are that great. Like they're okay, but like I always get frustrated when I see the art department nail the appearance of something, but then the execution of the items themselves and how you grind for them just completely falls on the wayside. I'll give you an example in just a minute on my Titan uh, after I kill this last guy in this lost sector. That my Titan. Oh, I'm not on my Titan. Sorry, my Titan has a helmet that you can only get. I'll use collections to show you. He has a helmet that you can only get in like the, a really, really rare instance when the Tangled Shore is the flashpoint and you can farm for this on Barrens. It's called the Tor Battle Celebration Mask. It looks like some type of a lion. It kind of reminds me of the Black Panther mask in the movie. Now, you can't get, like this is a this is a great great piece of armor it's a great piece really well designed there's little there's little elements to this this mask that is super dope you can't farm for this unless the tangled shore is the flashpoint and then you got to do those daily heroics and hope that it drops it drops statically rolled okay dope dope piece there's a chest piece that can also drop 
this chess piece drops static only drops from barons you gotta be doing the baron adventures during flashpoint and then there's not a full set it's just those three pieces so uh, you know a massive a massive missed opportunity there but that drives me crazy when i see the art department nail something just make something look so awesome and then we have no way of grinding for it another good example would be the escalation protocol armor i absolutely love the titan set it reminds me of wrath of the machine there was no intentional grind for good rolls because they gave you one armor piece a week there's no other word that's stupid what what are what are we doing right now well actually i'm sorry that was back when there was during static rolls so that made sense but still when you look at that armor you're like what a freaking waste static roll no mod year one armor all that art creativity and awesome wasted on a static roll year one piece so it's it's i find it incredibly frustrating to see the art department just continually absolutely nail so much of the game so much of the appearance of certain items and then there's no way for you to really grind for it i i don't know the the one of the biggest mistakes i think they've made over the years is they know this is this is a generally true axiom about destiny if they're withholding and the drop rate's low, you'll kind of put in time and you'll grind. But what ends up happening is you stop caring after a while. Like getting a full set of King's Fall gear with the role that you want, people eventually just kind of stopped caring. There was no real intentional grind. You finally got a helmet and you probably would have just settled because you're just like, I'm so sick of waiting. It's very similar now. If you want a full armor set from Scourge of the Past, the odds of you getting the full armor set are pretty low. And then on top of that, getting a roll, getting rolls that are worthwhile, you're probably just going to end up having to settle for rolls on armor pieces that you don't want, which I think really hurts in a looter shooter. It's like, man, I, you guys are making dope looking stuff, and I'd like to go get all this stuff, but I have to. I end up feeling like I just kind of shrug my shoulders and say. Um, I guess I'm, I guess I'm just going to settle, you know, for, for this, for this, for this particular piece, you know, I don't know. It's a shame. I think that they, I think that they need to do more with intentional grind and it bothers me. It bothers me when I see really, really good pieces like that kind of just fall by the wayside because people just stop caring the true sage. Seems like there's more to come. Do you think there's more things that'll happen next week? Oh, for Revelry? I have no idea, dude. I have no idea. I would hope so. It'd be cool if they did more than they're presently doing. Um, Because, I mean, there's not much. Maybe Maybe the forest will change. I still think anytime they do grindable content, when they, like, when they come up with the idea of the forest... The very next question, the very next thing they should be saying is, what are people going to do by, what are people going to get by grinding it a lot? That question should be answered, I think, by, they can chase this loot. Because right now, that's not really a case. Like, I guess you could chase the armor pieces, but again, there's just no intentionality. So, like, I, I did it a couple of times, and I just got, on my Warlock, I just kept getting helmets. So, do I want to keep doing this? You know, you keep getting helmets, keep getting helmets, keep getting helmets. Is the full set even that nice? You know, I, I'd be more inclined to grind for a gun if it was three weeks and the boss was different each week, and each week the boss had a different gun that could drop. You know, or do I got? How about this? Do two bosses, two guns? I have two guns, and then. At the third week, the third week, it's both bosses and both guns. Like, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. I don't know. So if you miss, if you miss, you know, first or second week, you could get that. You could get them on the third week. Uh, More cat six. Why does Eververse even have armor? Is it actually generating revenue? Well, that's kind of why my idea was twofold. It's like, okay, from a player experience standpoint, give us intentionality to grind, and then from a business standpoint, make money off of it. Like, why are you having amazing armor designed? And then the odds of people actually, the odds of it generating revenue to me seems pretty low. Like, I just don't feel like it's generating revenue. Um... 
you don't really have any any motivation or clear picture about like how you could even get the pieces because I, I guess you could buy the engrams and just pray that's just i i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe that generates tons of revenue i just feel like it doesn't do you think in season of opulence bungie should put old perks uh on new perks or make even more uh make the new ones do you think that they would do much with perks i that that's one of the keys that's one of the keys to making new loot feel important if you don't change the perks then we're basically grinding for we're basically grinding for the same guns with paint jobs you know now, I wouldn't mind grinding for a hand cannon that was like the Midnight Coup, but had the year two treatment, mod slot, you know, the higher power level, etc. I wouldn't mind that. But again, it's just like, is that really as good? Again, what if they did a, a, a version, an archetype like the Midnight Coup that had a new perk? That would be more inviting. Uh, Tinny94, do you think Bungie made a mistake with the tonic or they're just trolling us? I think sometimes they experiment, like how much power can we put in the game? I think the experiments kind of bit them in the butt a little bit. The orb generation is causing guitar errors, so they had to turn it off. Uh, people are complaining about the abundance of grenades, so they, you know, Cosmo admitted they overswung. But I do think it's a form of experimentation a lot of times just to see exactly how much they can get away with, what the community likes, what the community doesn't like, what the engine can handle. Heard on 66. Does the Eververse armor count towards the bounties in the forest when you kill bosses? Does the Eververse armor count towards the... I don't think so, no. I think the, I think it even speculates... Uh, st- uh, states, I'm sorry. Um, During the Revelry 2019, defeat bosses in the Verdant Forest while wearing at least four pieces of the inaugural Revelry armor set. So you gotta look at the names of the pieces. See how it says inaugural? The pieces from the Eververse, I don't think have that name. I think they have a different name. You'd ha- I'd have to go to collections um, to to verify, but I'm fairly certain. Um, where would it even be? Are they open world? What are they? Con- what are the? What are the Eververse sets even considered? Uh, I don't even know the new Eververse sets, or would they be considered factions? Is she like a, is, is Tessa faction? Uh, yeah. Vernal growth is what they're called. So they these are, oh man, look how good that looks. It absolutely kills me that that armor, I can't grind for that armor. The Vernal growth robes for the warlock, man, those are nice. I, that just, it drives me freaking nuts that they do this. It really does. And I know the gold persisting is kind of annoying, um, but at least gold persisting is a color that, you know, is, I think, a little bit more... You can stomach gold persisting. Like, if I put this on there, the gold persisting is not that big of a deal. One of the biggest problems with the inaugural revelry robes is that center yellow and blue persists, so it looks awful. If you want to go like black, white, and red or something, you got this big, dumb, ugly stripe right down the middle that's yellow and blue. I don't know why they ever, I don't know why they haven't retired persistent colors. Uh, this was the, this was last, yeah, this is another, this was the set from, um, isn't this the set from the season of the drifter? This like leather jacket, western duster looking thing. The, uh, for those of you listening, the, core cormorant cormorant blade suit and then this is like a this is like a, a a shout back to the old school helmets from d1 man it kills me dude it kills me to see such good stuff wasted on the eververse just wasted you know i mean this the symmetrist stuff too man I just they they've got to figure out how to there this is this is so much work and so much development time put into making stuff look really really good and you just throw it away on the freaking eververse like it's such a shame it is such a shame I have a really hard time believing these eververse sets motivate purchase I really really do um that's like something out of BioShock or something Yeah here's another here's another set that you can't really grind for. This was one of my favorite robes after Curse. I, I absolutely loved these 
uh, these robes, but they did the persistent colors again. Um, I think I rocked them like with so- I forget what color I, I, I went with. I, I found a color set that worked okay with the blue. I love that robe with that shoulder thing. Man, so many good sets in there. Stevie56, what kind of patches do you think they'll roll out regarding Revelry? Think they'll be adding more since three weeks? Again, I have zero clue what they might or might not do. Um, Sticky buns. Personally, I feel that items uh, are the worst class at the moment. That the, oh, Titans are the worst class, and they have been for a while. I'm a Titan main, and I feel as though I have not gotten a lot of love. We've touched on this in previous Q&As. Uh, Titans are getting a little bit uh, shortchanged in the PvE landscape. Uh, it's unfortunate. Lemon Boy. Opinion on the Tonics working in Crucible? I, I don't really care. People want it, it's, it's It's a couple weeks. It's for fun, and I know people are complaining, but... That's just the nature of the game, right? They roll out cool stuff, and the cool stuff sometimes has to do with power and magic. And if you don't like it, I'm, you know, sorry. Mythic Ghost. Howdy, Lona. I've been watching your content on YouTube and been a silent supporter for a while. I've been meaning to catch the stream live. Anyways, do you think they don't add a more direct way to Eververse armor to avoid being accused of pay to win? Again, I don't... Maybe... This is a pretty good question. Maybe they are gun shy because of like pay to win accusations or something. Um, I don't really know if it would stick because people be like, you can literally buy the bounties, you know, maybe have, you know, you sell the bounties with glimmer and then you grind the bounties for the role that you want. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't know if that would really register. Um, I don't think, I don't feel like that would register as, as like, a you know, hey, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're doing pay to win. I don't feel like that would, I don't feel like that would happen. Um, so I feel like, I feel like most people would, would probably just shrug that off, you know, like, uh, do we, you know, do we really, really want to, we want to deal with this. We really want to like, oh, you know, hey, you know, pay to win. They might be gun shy because of the pay to win um, accusation, but in general, I just I don't think it would I don't think it would stick. Hoogle. Uh power surge bounties are broken. I came back to Destiny the other day, level five hundred, did the bounties, did everything six forty, yet all my drops are five hundred to six twenty, and I just get bad weapons now. This isn't really a question. Uh, Darth Louie. Uh, do you think adding gear set bonuses, um, do you think adding gear set bonuses to the EV armor could have also created a grind, maybe a bonus? Well, I think here's the thing. Um, I think that, I think that if you do too many set bonuses right now, you, I think you run the risk of overwhelming the player. They they have to start small. I think the I think the Gambit sets are good, but obviously Gambit Prime is is in bad shape, and the Invader the Invader sets too strong. But but I would say that that's a good start. Say here's a game mode, here's a set. We've got perks within that realm. I think the next step would be to do it with a raid, right? I know questions aren't displaying on the stream because my display cap's acting up, Vreek. The um. So doing doing a raid set, I think, would be the next step. And after that, they could say, okay, in the next annual pass, we're bringing out this idea of, you know, planetary set bonuses. And then you're like, oh, neat. Um, now we've got planetary set bonuses to grind for, too. That would be, like, I think, another another layer of grind. But if you do too much in the beginning, like right now, just suddenly dump a bunch of armor sets on us, it might be too much, especially if it suddenly happened in an event or in the Eververse, being like, wait, why are they getting set bonuses? We just, we don't have raid set bonuses right now, but you're going to give the Eververse set bonuses. Do you see how it would kind of, I think, confuse the player? Another thing I think they need to consider would be, like, loadouts. If I have a different set bonus for a raid and I have a set bonus for this and a set bonus for that, you want to empower people to switch their loadouts pretty efficiently. Um, Invader set isn't too strong. It's simply the most noticeably powerful because it's a competitive advantage. No, it's completely broken. 
there are people that have commented on my videos that are like, dude, I play Gambit Prime all the time and I like it, but the invader set is just broken. You invade for 30 seconds and can hide in a corner and it bl- it just shuts their bank down. And then, the, and then your team can hit 50. You can invade again and shut them down again for another 30 seconds. That's an eternity in Gambit Prime. That's an entire minute. That's an entire minute. You know? Should all Eververse armor have enhanced perks? No, I think the answer for enhanced perks is to use enhancement cores to enhance the perks. Uh, Burnt Toasty. Do you think Tesh should have weekly bounties that guarantee a specific armor piece? This would work because there's multiple reasons. Yeah, I said they need to repurpose. Uh, they need to repurpose her. Um, I think they need to repurpose her bounties to make them more. Uh, you know, more of a. Here, here is a here's a reason to do her her bounties each week. You know. Uh, Senior Jubs. Which exotic hand cannon would you say is the best right now for PvE? Exotic hand cannon for PvE? I'm hearing that the Thorn is really, really good for PvE. Uh, Ace of Spades is always good. I don't know much. You don't want to use the last word. Malfeasance, people like Malf and in, in, in Gambit. I don't feel like the Malf does hardly anything. I just never really felt like it was that good. So I would say it's between Ace and Thorn. They're both really, really strong. Ace of Spades with Chromatic Fire on a Warlock is also really, really fun. Do you think they should make the Thornament earnable without silver? I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, they brought back the Thorn. That's exciting. If you want to buy the Thornament, you know, go for it kind of a thing. So... Ellen Skywalker, do you think Eververse gear is supporting pay-to-play? No. Mythic Ghost, do you think people would be okay with Eververse having a gun to match the armor sets with each new season? It wouldn't be a pinnacle or anything, just essentially be a cosmetic like the armor? Or too far in a pay-to-win territory? Ah, Eververse having a gun to match the armor sets. I think an ornament... They already do the ornaments. I think the ornaments are fine. If you do an ornament to match the armor set, that could be cool. Um, on a given gun or something. JD Gamer, hey Lona, do you think you could see Bungie bringing back Leviathan weapons in the next season, but allow random rolls on them, getting the random rolls? Yeah, some people wanted to see the Leviathan stuff like bounce back. Um, you know, they wanted to see the Leviathan stuff get repurposed. Um... I, I could go either way on it. I don't necessarily know if they if they wanna if they wanna do that now. Just be just because I feel like people are looking at this annual pass to be all new stuff. Um, it would depend on how they package it. Really, it would depend on how they package it. Uh, Riku fan, do you think it'd be a good idea to rework Eververse bounties into specific armor bounties? For example, you buy a bounty that asks you to kill 30 fallen and get 15 art kills and your rewards guaranteed arms piece. Right, yeah, I mean, we just talked about that. Repurposing her bounties would be a good start. Light Leap, just jumped into Destiny for the first time, and it feels like the weapon design and variety has decreased significantly in D2. Do you feel the same, or do I have a bias because Destiny 1 was new is new to me? It seems the weapon design was more futuristic and fitting, whereas guns in Destiny 2 seem more basic. Um, I, I don't think that's true. No. I think the weapons... Um... I think the I think the weapons are very very much in similar veins of variety in D2. Uh, they also added SMGs and bows. You look at all the different hand cannons, pulse rifles and auto rifles. There's a lot of variety. Now Now I will say this. I will say this. There are a lot of weapons that you don't notice because they got left behind. So, just a good example of a cool auto rifle. The, you know, the Kibo, and then what's that one that you could get from Anna Bray that had the... It has... It can... It, it has the... Uh, you can get the Winter Wolf, but then there was the other one that she could get that had the Dragonfly on it. It Was it the Kibo? Yeah, it is. It's the Kibo. Sorry. Uh, the Kibo AR-3. 
you don't see these weapons like this looks really really futuristic it's all like it's all the the Amalan stuff I thought always looked really really good the Braytech Winter Wolf looks really really cool really really futuristic uh, it takes shaders really really well uh, there's a lot of weapons from year one that you're not seeing because they're not they're not in circulation there's no reason to run them the frost the you know there's a lot of hockey weapons too that, that, that just get kind of left behind just because they're not very good a lot of, a lot of Soros weapons like the tone patrol and stuff that are that are very very reminiscent of d1 weapons that are just completely and utterly left behind because they're year one that's one of the main issues and problems is year one gear is super unnecessary um, so nobody really uses it everybody's pivoting to year two gear and that shrinks the pool like in a pretty significant way there's a lot of stuff from year one that's pretty awesome and futuristic looking and cool feeling and they have just been passively sort of left behind and if you compare honestly if you even if you compare year three destiny two stuff uh if if you can if you like compare those um i think that i think that you're gonna find a lot of similarities but there again there's just so much stuff that got left behind like somebody brought up the death adder yeah there's a lot of smgs and stuff the val the the valakadin and other like those real serpent looking style that those are really really neat and they're just left behind Law Law 101. Do you think there's a memory limitation on the game allowing glowing and other effects? But I have no idea. They did really cool stuff in D1, so I doubt it. Mythic Ghost. In past talks, I've seen someone suggest a more Titanfall-like attrition mode. Isn't Gambit kind of similar to attrition? No, not at all. Attrition was team deathmatch with bots that could be killed for a significant lower amount of points, but you could still contribute to your team's overall score. So if you were a trash can, you still kind of helped your team. All right. Gambit's not that at all. Gambit is a race to a boss melt and you can disrupt what the other team is working on. Very, very different. Uh, what do you think of transmog? I don't think transmog would work in destiny because uh, gear has a place of origin and then it has an appearance in line with its origin. So gunsmith devotion robes look this way because that's where they came from. If I could get enhanced perks like enhanced unflinching linear fusion aim and other really, really cool raid perks, but then I transmog it to look like this. That's kind of confusing. People are like, wait a minute. Why do your gunsmith devotion robes look like inaugural revelry robes? Why? Well, I infuse, I, I transmog them oh okay so which are they you know what i mean i don't don't think transmog belongs in this game because the exotics and the lore and the appearance of items just it makes sense to have them uh makes sense to have them look like where they came from azuz peas how would you improve enhancement cores like their drops and things like that uh i think enhancement cores just need taken out of infusion and make them to where you enhance perks with them Mythic Ghost, do you think the community would be okay with the ability to purchase a full set of armor from one of the boxes after the season is over? The box armor sets could rotate. Mm, I, I don't really care about that. I, I just think being able to grind for them makes more sense. Jugs, with drop rates broken for loot in BW, EP, and Reckoning, how does Bungie make that content valuable to players invested instead of the outrageous amount of runs for a reward? Ye- Ada Bounties is the solution for... Uh, for intentional grind, you just need more Ada bounties. Like, big time. We just got the Merry Gunner. Uh, well, that's cool looking. Unfortunately, it rolled without the Insta spawn. Uh, that's unfortunate because it's kind of nice looking. We'll have to see if we can't get one to pop out of the uh, collections with the Insta spawn. I wish they all had Insta spawn. It's unfortunate that they don't. Danith. Why Bungie doesn't do transmog? We already talked about transmog. I don't like transmog, and I explain why. Peter Iliak, is it possible Activision had a hand in the current Eververse system and functions, and instead of putting manpower into changing it, Bungie decided to leave it as is and fall on the sword? Obviously, they're not about to throw Activision under the bus. Um... No, the the Eververse system was their idea. The the leaks the leaks that came out about the initiation of the Eververse was Bungie's idea. Uh, they were like, we can't make content fast enough. We need to do drip feed. We need to do smaller. Uh, we need to do smaller deliverables, and we can fund smaller deliverables with, uh, 
um, we can do smaller deliverables and we can use the Eververse to fund it. Uh, that's essentially where the Eververse came from. And the, the unfortunate fact is, I honestly think the Eververse hasn't ever functioned that well. I think it's going to function better now because they're doing more direct purchase. So if you want an emote, you know how much it costs. You know what it, you know, you know what you're getting. There is no RNG. I personally think that is far better, far better than the the way it was before. Now, I don't know if that's because Activision is gone, right? I I don't know. I don't know if they decided to do the the direct purchase after Activision was gone if Activision w- didn't didn't care about the Eververse if they didn't have any input on the Eververse it just seems interesting to me right uh, it seems interesting to me that as soon as Activision's out of the picture Bungie is suddenly doing direct purchase which we asked for direct purchase for like a really long time and the only time they did direct purchase it was like it was and it was during Iron Banner and it just didn't, it, did, it felt kind of like an insult. It was like, wait, this isn't what we've been asking for. But now they're implementing brand new, completely separate emotes. They're not tied to Iron Banner. They're not tied to an event that we traditionally grinded for. That's why my position on it changed. It's like, number one, you're not backed by a big publisher now. So I'm okay with more direct purchase items. I'm also more okay with it because it's not tied to Iron Banner, you know? Uh, why doesn't Bungie make the blind well like EP? I don't know. I think EP, blind well, and a lot of the, and even the forges themselves could be repurposed in the future um, for intentional grind. Because I think blind well and EP are really, really big missed up uh, missed opportunities. Um, so, JD Gamer with random rolled weapons and gear. How do you think Bungie could put stuff like that in collections? Uh, where we have random rolled weapons to be able to pick out of collection with random rolled weapons and gears. How do you think Bungie can put stuff like that in the collections? Yeah. I, uh, my idea for how they would do this is that they, you would lock a roll in, um, cause they don't want you to be able to just keep buying a weapon over and over again until you get a God roll. You could lock the roll into collections and then that could free up room in your inventory. So if you're like, Oh, I want that, that pair of gauntlets. Now you could go pull them out of collections and have the roll that you deemed to be the best role you know a while ago um, I'm not sure why we were letting Tomlinson just continue to spam the same question I'm just going to bop him myself I'm not sure what was going on um, if he wants to talk with a mod in private about why he needs to be unbanned I'm, he can make his case but chat was chat was pleading with this person to stop um yeah, I don't think we had any mods here. So if he wants to get unbanned, he can take it up with the mods. I chat was asking him very consistently to knock it off, and he ignored them. Uh, Insane Monkey, do you think the community is hurting itself when we complain about aspects of Rebelby making us feel powerful and spicing up the sandbox? Yeah, that's why I just continue to say, like, why doesn't the you know competitive guys and the PvP guys just kind of relax and just be like, just enjoy it for a couple of weeks? Now, I could see people being frustrated because um, they're like you know I don't really feel like you know maybe they're working on the recluse or something um, and they're like man I'm sick of uh, I'm sick of this I'm sick of them changing the crucible so much I you know this is really frustrating uh, and then they 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 suddenly uh they suddenly are like, hey, um, you, the whole Crucible is different now, right? Imagine if you were working on Recluse and then this week happens. I think that's one of the reasons the competitive guys are so upset. And I can understand that. That's kind of frustrating. If you set aside time this week to play with your buds and grind for it, now is probably not the best time uh, to deal with it. But that's why I've continued to say, like, if you want a competitive game, this just doesn't, this just doesn't seem like the right game um, for you, you know, thank you. Username geek. I wasn't upset. I just, I assumed we had a bit of a lull or a gap in, in mod watching chat. So I just took care of it. Cause chat was trying to be nice to him. They were like, dude, you've submitted the question multiple times. Can you please stop? And he just ignored them. So, 
Do you think, uh, from Opinions Get You Banned, do you think we should get more guns like Sturm and Drang that work together? Could they apply this to armor? I thought, um... Uh... I've, I thought that... I'm trying to think about how I want to answer this. I thought they could have done something with, like, linear fusions and fusions to motivate you to use a fusion, a legendary fusion and a linear fusion together so that you put away the exotics and the shotguns. You know? What have you used... Um, there, are, there aren't that many fusions in the game. There are not, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, worth worth using, unfortunately, because a lot of them got left behind. But let's just imagine the Techian Force. Techian Force can roll pretty good, okay? What if you could use the Techian Force along with a linear fusion that came in the raid, and when paired together, they're like, are really, really, really strong? Well, then that would motivate you to use a very different loadout, and then that would free you up. You'd be like, you know what? I can use an exotic primary now. I think legendary weapons getting paired together would be better than like Drang Sturm because Drang Sturm unfortunately like I guess you could tie it to an exotic like the Sturm um man what a pretty weapon too uh you know you could tie it to exotics but I think it'd be even cool if it was legendaries to free you up in your exotic choice JD Gamer, what are your thoughts on Reveler's Tonic and do you think Bungie adding it was a bad move? I think it's fine. Again, I I understand competitive people who are probably trying to get their recluse being annoyed, but again, it's just like, this game just continues to show me that it just isn't meant to be competitive. Uh... Wid says, why isn't the blind will like, oh, I already asked, answered that one. Uh, Spastic says, what is your opinion on all Eververse gear being converted to ornaments for Vanguard armor sets? That could work too, but again, even if they did that, you're just going to expose another problem. I want to, I want a volitional, intentional grind for armor pieces. That's something that Zavala needs too. I should be able to walk up to him and this week he should have one gun bounty and one armor bounty and I could grind the crap out of it and try and get a really good you know, version of that armor piece. And then I could get the, the Eververse armor uh, ornament. I'm sorry. But since they've shown that they can create such great Eververse sets, I would say, well, why don't you create the set and then I can grind for the set. Once I have the set, then I can buy the ornaments if I want. Uh, this is about today's topic says Thorin. I wanted to ask during your PVP discussion the other day, do you think the community misinterprets Twitch success towards trials versus the actual player involvement? It seems like people always use that argument about trials success, uh, even though the player base was historically been lower. Yeah, people people forget that Twitch favors player versus player. So trials getting most of the viewership on the weekends is more symptomatic of Twitch than it is of Destiny. Destiny player base never, never squared with the Twitch engagement. And that's because Twitch engagement favors PvP. The exact same thing would happen in any game structured this way. Tournaments or weekend, like, face-offs would always get more viewership because people like to watch player versus player. Twitch, that's just what Twitch is built on. League of Legends, Dota, Fortnite, Apex Legends, um, CSGO, Overwatch. That Those are the hot ticket items for viewership. Why? Oh, that's a cultural thing. That stems all the way from watching Olympians. And then, and then now, obviously, you've got, um, you know, the, the, I think the, the nature of, the nature of people is that we just like to do that. We like to watch sports and baseball and football. I think that that's a, that's a common, that's a common thing. You know, it's been around for like a really, really long time. Um, so I think that's why, that's why trials viewership always got a lot, you know, always got a lot of, uh, a lot of viewership. Should they remove the ability to stack invades? Like you don't use it or lose it. I mean, that's one of many problems. That's one of many, many problems. With Gambit Prime. Stacking invades puts more snow on the snowball. Uh, It's a massive... um, It's a... It's a massive... Massive, massive problem. Well, no, it's... The the mode is massively flawed, and that's part of the flaw. Uh, When you've got... When you've got people that can stack it... You know what I mean? It's... 
it's easy, I think, to look at Gambit and be like, if they just did this, if they just did this, if they just did this. Oh, if we just couldn't stack invades. I think when you look at when you look at Gambit, it's so much of a snowball. Anything that adds snow to the snowball is problematic. That doesn't mean you get rid of it. You got to address core issues, and then maybe it's okay to stack invades. Maybe that's strategic. But right now, it adds to a larger problem of a very, very steamroll snowball. You know. Respectfully, I don't think that's a fair assessment. If it were symptomatic of Twitch geared toward PvP, there wouldn't have seen the numbers that we saw when Niobe Labs and all how the player engagement was there. Right, but but Blader Magician, that's an event. You're you're cherry picking. Twitch backs me on this. Anytime there's a tournament, anytime games rise in popularity and maintain popularity, it's PvP, right? Nobody's watching nobody's watching games like Destiny, League, or even Division the way that they watch PvP games. And the same thing happens with PvP and Destiny. PvP on the weekends got more viewership. PvP during the week, big PvP streamers that would just get on and play tended to get more viewership than people that weren't doing player versus player, right? So, doing doing raids day one and doing Niobe Labs, that's just the Destiny community rallying around something that is only going to happen once, right? There's only going to be one... There's only going to be one world's first for last wish or scourge there's only going to be one niobe labs like who's going to solve the puzzle who can figure it out like reddit was involved twitter was involved you know and the like the the nature of twitch all of the trends agree with what i'm saying the viewership trends for the types of games the viewership trends for new users on the platform all back me on this player versus player is the is the primary engine of twitch so trials got more viewership because it was player versus player and it was event it kind of had both things in its corner every weekend was an event every weekend you could see the best players try to take people to the lighthouse they would do unique challenges they would do goofy things they would try to win 3v1s etc like but that's just the nature of that's just the nature of twitch Again, you're ignoring the question that I was answering, which is all the context of this discussion, and we're kind of bypassing that right now. The question was, do you think people think that they misconstrue that? Yes, they do. Trials getting more viewership on the weekend had nothing to do with the player base of Destiny. The player base of Destiny was always a refutation of this idea that, like, Trials saved Destiny. Trials always had the lowest engagement of the player base. It just the majority of the Destiny player base was not flocking the trials. It was a minority, and people looked at trials and were like, "Look at all the viewership! Look at all the people hanging out on Twitch on the weekends! Look at Save Destiny!" No, it didn't. PVE always carried the lion's share of the player base, and that's because there's just such a there's just such an easy, casual way of playing Destiny if you're if you're inclined to just run the public events and run the strikes and stuff. So you can't ignore the context of the question that was asked. It was asked about like why people think that trials save destiny. A lot of that stems from the fact that anything that's PVP oriented will will get bigger viewership, you know? It's like it's why raids don't capture and keep viewers beyond that day 1, right? Beyond day 1 People people tuned in and watched us raid, but they weren't watching like there were like five raid streamers at the top of the directory every day like there was for trials. Why? Raids lose their luster after that world's first. They're not as exciting. It's not as it's it's not as it's not as there's not as much showmanship and excitement. More viewership means more exposure. Everything doesn't have to be player engagement when it's easily bringing players to the game if they don't engage with the uh, particular content. Again, that's just conjecture and speculation. That's that, And again, that's conjecture and speculation that is refuted by four years of evidence. Hard evidence for four years that shows the lion's share of this player base plays PvE. The lion's share of this player base ignored Trials. Like, it doesn't matter. We can speculate how many people may have started playing Destiny because of Trials viewership. That's completely pointless when we look at the numbers. Hundreds of thousands of players a day trending in one direction for four years. Away from hardcore competitive PvP and more toward the more casual, more 
day-to-day PVE grind. Those numbers are are a clear are a clear indication that Trials never saved Destiny. PvP has never saved Destiny or kept it alive. It's always been the minority. That doesn't mean we chop it off and get rid of it, but the point is when the initial question was asked, the context of what we're talking about is do people misconstrue Twitch viewership to be indicative of player-based behavior? And I believe that they do. It's, there's not, there's never been a single stat, there's never been a single player trend in any of the numbers to indicate that Trials saved the game to any degree, to any degree at all. Uh, I played a lot of D1, but I never got D2. Should I do or is it too late? I don't know. If you feel like playing, pick it up. There's a lot to do right now. There's great DLCs. If you played now and played through all the content, it would take you for forever. And I actually think... I think one playthrough of Curse and Warmind is really, really fun, and I think Forsaken's a great DLC. If you're just looking for a great looter shooter and you haven't ever touched Destiny, there's a mountain of stuff for you to do. Ah, uh, Deathly Human. What about pricing for intentional bounties getting EV armor? 500 bright dust, some glimmer. Right, it would need to be tasteful. It would need to be tasteful. You wouldn't want to overwhelm people. Like, it's a thousand bright dust for this one bounty. Like, it would need to be reasonable. Uh, the Black Magician. Do you think they should make it so you can put mods on year one weapons? Repurposing all the year one gear I think is going to come later. More cat. Seems like impossibility about how the Eververse armor could generate revenue without being pay to win. No, because the revenue would be generated from the ornaments. It wouldn't be pay to win. You, you might have missed my talk. I separated it. You could grind for the armor and get the roll that you want. Once you have the roll or a full set, you would then feel some motivation or some incentive to buy the ornaments to make it look cooler. Um, Eknor. What do you think about uh, in Gambit as the boss phase? If you invade, the other team gets damage stack, and that's the only way to get those stacks. Uh, no, th- uh, that's weird. I don't know. That seems weird to me. So every time you invade, you give them a stack. I, I would people just, I guess, not invade. I don't know. I'd have to really, really think that through, because basically you would wait a long time to invade. And then I guess folks would just melt on, they would try to melt on stack one, but then you could invade and get kills to heal. But then after they, after their boss gets healed, they would now have a, they would then have a, a stack of damage. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know how that would work. The stream just died for me. Yeah, Twitch is acting up. We're losing big chunks of viewers today, and it happened on my mobile device a couple of times. It, like, says I've gone offline, and I haven't. If you guys want to let people in chat know to just keep refreshing, I'm not really sure what's happening. Deathly Human. What if once you got the armor from EV Ingrams, they enter the loot pool for some kind of activity? Uh, Kind of fixes the issue of not being able to get better rolls. What if once you got the armor from EV Ingrams, they enter a loot pool for some kind of activity? Uh, I mean, that could be, that could be another way of doing it. Um, again, there's, there's not a lot of intentionality there. I mean, I guess if you're playing enough, you'd get all the armor pieces if there was a punch out system, but then what activity would the, where would you put the armor? I'd just be curious. Where would you put the armor? I still think if you did your idea, Deathly Human, I don't dislike this idea, you'd still want to motivate purchase. Like, once you get a full set, you'd still want to do the ornament thing, I think. Uh, Nazato91, any worry that with the money from that ease, they really may just shift focus from Destiny and put out a, a subpar game? there's no way to know I speculated that maybe they could be using the NetEase money to build a game in the, in the Unreal Engine that satisfies the contract with NetEase but what that also does is it funds it funds their shift to Unreal it basically pays for them to learn Unreal and it satisfies the NetEase contract NetEase gets a dope game and Bungie employees learn how to use Unreal that's crazy speculative there's no way for me to back that or prove that but there's a lot of different ways the NetEase game could land um, Yoshi bro chill why can't you have competitive PvP and fun PvP in a PvE heavy game I think Bungie just isn't doing it right I mean but that's just such a simplistic way of looking at it they've been doing this for 4 years going on 5 years and it's just been a failed experiment they've never gotten it right 
they that rift isn't in the game anymore salvage lockdown breakout they had to take trials out why haven't they been able to figure it out if it's so easy as i said yesterday destiny players have developed two 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 motivations they've got an angel and a devil on each shoulder they've got an angel on their shoulder that's like man i wish this would be more balanced i'm so tired of the 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 overpowered weapons and supers and heavies and shoulder charge and this and that and blah 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 and then the devil on their shoulder is like yeah man shoulder charge kill him with that shotgun yeah that's awesome use that super use that heavy you you love and hate the power equally right you know the 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 (laughs) You love and you hate the power equally. So uh, it's it's one of those things where people want balance, but if they gave you balance and they stripped all the power, they stripped all of it out of there, they they, they would... Uh, the- <laughs> they would make you... The people would be bored. I don't think people would, people would... People would not like it, you know? The question has to be, though, how do they use armor to get money? I just said it, Ashton Annihilator. Maybe you missed it. It might have buffered or something. The way you would get money from armor is if I can earn a full dope armor set from Tess for that season, then you sell ornaments for the armor to make it look even cooler. I earned the armor. I like it. I like the rolls that I got on it, and I'm motivated to spend some money in the Eververse to get some of the cool ornaments. But, I mean, to this last question here about competitive PvP and balance and everything, I truly believe if they gave you a Halo-style PvP, if they gave you a style of PvP that was more centered around, like, balance and feeling like Halo, I, I honestly feel like a lot of the PvP community would walk away. I feel like they would be like, nah, I'm not doing this. You know, I'm, 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 I'm moving away from this. I'm, I'm not going to play this. I think, I think people would, people would think it's boring. You know, it wouldn't feel like destiny, but then when it feels like destiny, it's got power and it's got excitement. People complain about that too. It's almost like, I mean, I don't think they can win. That's why I think they're just going to shift away from trying to do the competitive thing because I don't think it works. I think most of the player base that plays PVP just plays in quick play and just wants to shoot stuff and have booms go off. Like they're not trying to play. They're not trying to sweat. Um, you know, the Redrick saturation was so low, they brought it back the following season as the broadsword instead of the claymore. You know, I think that's kind of proof of what I'm saying. So, that's going to be the last question. If you're here live and you've enjoyed this, we've had some technical issues today on Twitch. If you've enjoyed the talk, please click the follow button. That's the heart button. As always, if you listen to my content on the other locations, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube, I appreciate you doing that. Please like, share, and subscribe.